Welcome to Exploring Sacred Spaces, a Pardes mini-podcast series featuring the Maggid of Melbourne, Rabbi Dr. Levy Cooper. Throughout this series, the Maggid of Melbourne will be taking us on an exploration of synagogue architecture and what makes physical space fit for sacred action. And now, here's the Maggid of Melbourne himself, Levy Cooper. This is Levy Cooper, coming to you from Tzor Hadassah. In the previous episode, we discussed the Duchan, that step or platform that the Kohanim stand on when they offer the priestly blessing. And following the previous episode, one Kohen came over to me and asked, why did I not mention the obligation that there should be underground heating on the Duchan. The Kohanim stand barefoot and we wouldn't want them to catch a cold. So certainly that platform, if it's going to be made of stone, then it should at least have underground heating. So let me say my apologies to the Kohanim, but at least in the shul we're building here in Sur Hadassah, we're not planning underground heating for the Kohanim. But that question raised a different issue with regard to synagogue structure. Is there an halachic obligation that there should be air conditioners, heating and cooling in a synagogue? I'm sure you've all realized the answer immediately. Of course, there's no halachic obligation for air conditioners or heaters in a synagogue. How could there be? This is a relatively new phenomenon. And even here in Sur Hadassah, when we first opened our shul, we didn't have heaters or air conditioners. It was actually quite challenging because it was cold in the summer and stifling hot in the winter. We had fans, but those fans, all they managed to do was to move the heat, the hot air from one side of the building to the other side. But that's the way we, uh, we prayed. There's no obligation, according to Halakha, to have air conditioners or heaters in a synagogue. So, having said that, Nevertheless, you'd be hard-pressed to find a modern synagogue that does not have heaters and air conditioners. Indeed, here in Surahadasa and in Pardes, the buildings that we're building will be fitted out with air conditioners and heaters. So it's hard to say that there's an obligation, there's a halakhic requirement to have air conditioners. But there are perhaps a number of halachot that are connected to the use of those air conditioners. And the first halacha connected to the use of air conditioners is not to waste resources. Bal tashchit. And that means that air conditioners need to be turned off once we leave the building in order not to waste resources, and more specifically, not to waste communal funds. 
This requirement might also mean that when we purchase air conditioners, we need to purchase efficient and environmentally friendly air conditioners. A second halacha connected to the use of air conditioners, if a person does leave on the air conditioner or the heater, and that heater or air conditioner works all night, the person who is responsible has effectively stolen from communal funds. And there is a mitzvah to return stolen articles. Ve'heshiv et ha'gzela asher gazal in Parshat Vayikra. So someone who leaves on an air conditioner would most likely need to return, pay back to the communal coffers the expense of the use of that air conditioner when it wasn't needed. A third halacha connected to the use of air conditioners is that we're not allowed to turn on an air conditioner or a heater on Shabbat. This leads us to another topic. Can you ask a non-Jew in order to turn on the air conditioner or the, or the uh, heating if it wasn't turned on before Shabbat? There's generally a rule that everybody is considered to be uh, a sick person in need when it comes to the cold. And therefore, it would appear to be permitted to hint to a non-Jew to turn on the, air, the heater on very, on very cold days. The halachic authorities discuss what about the opposite scenario. Do we say that someone can be ill because of great heat? For instance, is there a danger of, uh, of being too, in an area that's too hot, drying out, dehydrating, that would require or allow us to hint to a non-Jew to turn on the air conditioner. And there's a lot of discussion amongst the halachic authorities about such questions. A fourth halachic issue would take that same question and move it to Chagim, to Yom Tov. And on Yom Tov, you're allowed to uh, use fire that already exists. And therefore, there have been halachic decisors, particularly in Morocco, and there were also some poiskim in America, who ruled that chashmal, electricity, could be used on Yom Tov. This position has not been accepted widely, but certainly in a case of need, one would be allowed to rely on this position. And I can tell you that in my community here in Sur Hadassah, there have been cases where we relied on that opinion on Chagim and we used electricity, we turned electricity on for the needs of the community. And perhaps the last issue is an eternal question. Do we turn on an air conditioner or heater when only some of the people ask for it? Rav Yehuda Halevi, in his work Sefer HaKuzari, he says that the land of Israel is special because the weather here, it's perfect. It's not too hot, 
nor is it too cold. But you know, my friends, our sensitivities have changed since the Middle Ages. And we sometimes do feel that even here in Israel, it's too hot or too cold. So when it is too hot or too cold, what happens when a few of the people in shul ask for an air conditioner or a heater to be turned on? There is an opinion that that since people are considered to be ill with regard to the cold, therefore if someone says, I'm cold, so that person can force others to turn on a heater or to close a window. But it would seem that that is when that person can actually demonstrate that he or she is being damaged or harmed from the cold, not just that it's not comfortable. And that's very difficult to prove damage from an open window in winter. So I'm not quite sure how such a rule could be applied. It seems to me that it's far more uh, appropriate to go according to the majority of those people who are present in the Beit Knesset, in the Shul. And we should also remember that we should always consider others, uh, which means that if you're a person who's particularly susceptible to the cold, should come to Shul dressed warmly so that uh, you don't impose your opinion or your feelings on others. And we should all consider each other as we daven together. So these halachot in general apply to uh, air conditioners and heaters that are already in place out of the various halachot that I mentioned. I think the only one that really applies to uh, building a shul or a beit midrash is choosing the right air conditioner that is efficient, that is environmentally friendly, and that does not waste resources. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Beat Midrash! Thank you for joining us for Exploring Sacred Spaces, a Pardes podcast production featuring the Magid of Melbourne, Levy Cooper. If you like what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Follow us on your favorite streaming platform or subscribe to our newsletter to receive Pardes Torah direct to your inbox. Thanks for listening.